This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Saturday Squeeze is your shortcut to being informed weekend style. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. First episode of Saturday Squeeze, Claire. Here we go. <laughs> we've been talking about this for so long, Kate, so it's just great to get to hear. It is. We've been practising and now we're yeah. ready to go. So what you can expect each week from us in this podcast is a look at what we've been talking about in the news, the conversations you and I have been having, Claire. Also an eye on what's coming up next week in the news. So we want this to be a useful podcast in that regard. It gets you ahead of the week coming up. Also some recommendations and some news from Squeeze HQ as well each week. Yep, that's right. So this week we'll be talking about the US midterm elections. How can we not? How can we not? Of course, that's a gift to you for this first episode <laughs> of Saturday Squiz. We'll also have a chat about that Jennifer Aniston article that came out late in the week, as well as a look at our women and news report. Before we do all that though, Claire, we're going to start every podcast with a look at the news story that Squizzes have been the most engaged with across the week. We know that from what they click on out of the Squiz Today newsletter. This week, the blood moon got everyone clicking. It did. And the link wasn't about how to watch the blood moon. It was a gallery of the So blood we think moon. that Squeezers all missed it and they just wanted to have a look yeah, via that link. It really was the cheat's way <laughs> to see. Didn't have to go outside, didn't have to do anything. You just clicked on the link of the gallery. You were tucked up in bed and, oh, and missed the blood moon. I did see it, actually. Went out into my driveway, dragged my husband down. He wasn't that into it, but I thought it was quite spectacular. Really enjoyed that. The other thing we'll do each week uh, on Saturday Squeeze is work with a partner of our stream to look across the news. They're a news intelligence platform and what they do is look across the news coverage and have a look at what's been most covered. So the story that was the biggest this week. We picked it this time. <laughs> we did. It was Medibank. Yeah. Um, it was a massive story this week because, of course, it changed tone so many times yeah, and a lot of new information. Uh, I'm a Medibank customer. I spent a good bit of the week changing yeah. my passwords on various accounts. We were in a couple of meetings this week and you were pinged with spam messages. Yes. And I said, are you a Medibank customer? And you said, yeah, I am. I am. And look that's hopefully taken care of, at least yeah. for the next bit. Uh, but, yeah, things really did take that sinister turn this week. Of course, we heard from the people who stole that data mm. uh, and their demands for a ransom and, of course, the actions that they're taking now to release information in a really, really nasty way. feels like this theme of hacks. We had the Optus one, obviously, a few mm. weeks ago. Medibank is going to be something that's part of our life mm. going forward and, of course, dominating the news. What we were talking about... This week, though, Claire, outside of Medibank, was the midterms. Let's get into that now. So what we'll do in each episode of Saturday Squeeze is pick a news story, as I said, that you and I have been talking about, Claire. We've been texting, we've been <laughs> chatting all about the midterms this week, those US elections. Look, what a gift, as you say. Uh, it's always a good week if there's an election on, as far as I'm concerned. I don't really mind where that election is, but, of course, it was a bonus this week with an American congressional yeah 
election. Yeah. So a really big one. Uh, I'm going to spend a bunch of time this weekend just reading about it. You already have done a lot of reading. Mm. You've picked out a couple of observations. I've picked out a couple of observations. We didn't land in the same place. Nope. You were focused on the trends. Yeah, so the big macro and the big picture look at this, uh, the first thing to say is that what happened this week is just historic. Mm. So normally what happens is that, uh, of course, when you get a president who's as unpopular as Joe Biden is, uh, the party that they belong to usually gets absolutely smashed in the midterms. That didn't happen Mm. uh, in the House or the Senate, uh, the results are still to be determined, of course, but there hasn't been that big lurch in support to the Republicans. So if people have been watching the news, that's been referred to as the red wave. Exactly. I don't know how many headlines, headlines I read that said the red wave hasn't <laughs> happened. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, of course, what that actually means is that it's a bit of a sense check about whether former President Donald Trump and his supporters have as much relevancy as many maybe think that they do. I guess also it means the polls are wrong. Yeah. It's another conversation about the polls. Yeah, there will be. Absolutely. Because what the polls said was that the cost of living and the economy, those sorts of issues were really overshadowing uh, those sorts of issues that the Democrats were campaigning on, which were things like reproductive rights Mm. in the sort of wake of Roe versus Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court, uh, but also things that they're calling about democracy. So that push by Donald Trump and his supporters around the, you know, deny the election result, storm the Capitol, all of those sorts of things. What happened was Democratic candidates who campaigned on those issues, uh, support for abortion rights, Mm. they really did well. And that was, again, the polls saying that wasn't the case. The economy was a bigger deal. Yeah, as you say, those social issues were actually a real vote turner uh, as opposed to cost of living, as opposed to crime as Mm. well. Exit polls saying Mm. 11% of people only cared about crime when Mm. it is one of those issues that's massively discussed in the US. For me... I had a look at Florida and I kept having a look at Florida and I got more and more interested in Florida. I should preface this by saying that you are a hardcore observer of US politics. I am a casual uh, consumer and observer of US politics. Um, But I get really into it around the big events, obviously. Mm. So uh, if anyone's listening who is as fanatical about politics as you, they'll be like, Kate, how did you not know about Ron DeSantis? Because he's been a whole thing for the last two years, I've learnt this week. He's been a big figure. He has been a big figure uh, for a number of reasons, which we'll talk about in a minute. He had an emphatic victory, Mm. is what they are saying. It's a very newsy term, emphatic victory uh, in Florida. He defeated his opponent with a margin of 20%. He is someone who will be talking about a lot because he's now sort of positioned himself as a possible presidential candidate in Mm. 2024 as opposed to Trump. Yeah. So he's a Republican yeah. and he won the governor race in Florida. Mm. And as you say, he's really on that far right wing of the Republican Party, sort yeah. of the space that Donald Trump has played in. But he's an alternative to Trump. Uh, Trump really went at him in yeah. the last sort of week or so. Uh, one thing that he called him is Ron DeSantis is his name. Uh, what Trump said was that he's Ron DeSanctimonious. Oh, God. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a whole thing. He's someone... Like, like I guess my broad point is he's someone to know about. So give him yeah. a Google. He's someone we're going to be talking sure. about. The other thing about him and his campaign is that he was sort of really anti all the mandates that were put on people during the pandemic. Yep. Um, and that has given him a lot of support in Florida. Mm. Uh, he was anti-masks, a variety of mm. other things. So his campaign was all about freedom. 
Yeah. Which is not a new concept. It is not, and particularly in America, where they talk about freedom and rights quite differently to the way that we do. But again, it's a bit of a counterpoint around how he tackles that versus Trump versus the Democrats. So it's a really interesting thing to keep an eye on. Exactly. Ron DeSantis, he's someone to watch. Claire, you and I, uh, as a hobby, like to sit down on the weekend and get ahead of the news and have yep. a look at what might be coming up. We don't do that together. <laughs> we spend enough time together during the week. Indeed. Um, next week, all about the G20. It is. And, of course, the G20 is the group of 20. Uh, it's the biggest economies in the world, top 20, yep. just to give you know that yep. away. Group of 20. <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Uh, the Leaders Summit is on Tuesday, Wednesday next week in Bali. Uh it's going to be all about, of course, Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. It's going to be about inflation across the world. Uh, it's going to be also about bringing together those world leaders in a really fraught time. We're talking about like Rishi Sunak, the UK's new prime minister. We're talking about Joe Biden. Yep. We're talking about Xi Jinping, China's president, and potentially sitting down with our prime minister. Exactly. That's something that Anthony Albanese is really hoping for Mm. to reset that relationship with China. Uh, What he says is a fair bit has to be done for that to actually happen. Uh, But an informal meeting between Xi and Albanese could be on the cards. Not settled yet, but it's definitely going to be talked about a lot next week. That'll be the news next week. There's absolutely no doubt. Also, I hate to say it, and I hate to say it in our first Saturday (laughs) squeeze, but it seems like COVID is probably going to be in the headlines a lot. Yeah, so what's happened is Queensland has raised the health advice alert uh, from green to amber. Uh, What Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk said is that that's a thing for them Mm. because they're worried about the new Omicron strains. Uh, They're starting to take off in the Northern Hemisphere. Queensland is seeing more cases, more people in hospital. So is New South Wales. It's something that's really going to be a thing that we talk about for the next few weeks. Yeah, expect to see a bit of Paul Kelly, our chief medical officer. Remember him, Claire? I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) And look, that's enough of the super newsy stuff. Let's get into Squiz Recommends. So Squiz Recommends is something that we've been doing actually for a long time now. We do it in our newsletter. We do it in our podcast. uh, We do it under the name Friday Lights. Uh, This is an extension of that. So it's all the things we've been reading, listening to, watching, Kate wearing. Wearing as well this week. Also uh, an Instagram account you've got a recommendation for. Friday Lights is a super popular part of the Squiz. So we're really excited to launch Squiz Recommends here today. Um, First of all, uh, yes. Yesterday, there was a lot of pinging going on on Mm. our work chat about the Jennifer Aniston article. There sure was. It got a lot of attention in the media, mainly for the comments that she made about her fertility issues, all the focus that was on her while she was married to Brad Pitt, uh, also as she went through her 40s, whether she was having a baby, not having a baby, whether her body was good enough. But it was so much more than that. The article was so much more more than that. that. And the thing that I really took out of it was her comments about moving into her 50s. Yeah, Like a lot of other women I read about in that sort of age group, they talk about this sort of freedom that they feel that they have to really just not care about what people think about them anymore. It's just one of those news stories. We recommend you reading the original article because you just there's mm. so many headlines, there's so much talk about it, but just read the original and enjoy it it's for what it is. So we'll put a link to that in your episode notes. For me, I've been on a journey, uh, Claire, to from skinny leg jeans to <laughs> wide leg pants. Uh, I have reluctantly accepted that they're <laughs> fashionable and that I'm going to wear them. And so I have a recommendation for a pair in case anyone has had the similar struggles. Just for everyone to 
to know. It's been a big couple of years for <laughs> Kate and her colleagues on this journey from skinny leg jeans, as it has for a lot of people. As it has for a lot of people. All right, a few um, ticked boxes with these pants. Yep. They're from Country Road. Yep. Love Country Road. They are black. Love anything black. Great. They are drawstring. So that's always handy. It's, that's a mandatory thing for pants for me these days. Absolutely. Especially after two kids. Drawstring, <laughs> great. Uh, I'm 165 centimetres tall and they don't drag on the ground, Claire. This is super important. Yeah, because height's a thing with a like thing. the proportion. With wide leg, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. And they look great. So, yeah, oh, thank you. definitely thumbs up for those. Okay, we'll put a link to those in your episode notes. Claire. Patty Pink Cakes, take it away. You've been waiting to talk about this. <laughs> so she's an Instagram account, uh, Patty Pink Cakes with an I yep. for Patty. Uh, she is a lady. She's from Double Bay. Mm-hmm. She likes going out for a cappuccino. Uh, she gives a little preview of her outfit on her Instagram account and it's just really life-affirming, very positive. She has a flourish. She it's has not, a style. It's not satire, right? I don't think so. We don't really know. <laughs> don't really know. I think this is her life. It's highly, highly, highly entertaining. It really I, we is. can't recommend it. It's been more. a big couple of weeks for her because the races have been on. Yeah. So there's so many outfits and a lot of the outfits have blazers that come from the 80s and the 90s. Imagine if she was a squizzer. Oh, How good would that be? How good would that be? That's our recommendations (laughs) for this week. As I said, everything is in your episode notes. Finally, Claire, we'll finish the podcast each week with a segment we're calling Squiz Press. So it's news from Squiz HQ, news from us. It could be that someone's Mm. joined the team. It could be that, uh, you know, you... Kate's got new pants. No, that is not not Squiz Press. It could be, I don't know, what else have we got? New products, new launches. uh, It could be news from Squiz Kids, our other products. Yeah. Um, Today, it's all about our women and news report. We released that earlier in the week. It's about trust, attention and values of the female news consumer. 2,600 of you, squizzers, did a survey for us and from that we wrote a report. We did. It's been a big week for us yeah, at Squiz huge. launching yeah. a new podcast, a new newsletter. Uh, this report, it really does go into really the heart and soul of the Squiz. Yeah. We've worked really hard to build trust with you. Uh, we think that there's a way to deliver news and information to you in a way that isn't a punish. Yeah. That's really important to us. Uh, but what it means is we can ask you all of these questions about what you think about news and how you're feeling about the world and it was incredible that so many answered. Trust is clearly a big thing. We really value the trust that you put in us yeah, uh, and we don't take that for granted. Super important for us, particularly um, we work on an advertising model in order to attract advertisers mm. and to keep doing what we do. We need to have that trust. It's our currency mm. um, and brands that work with us value that super highly and um, we just really wanted to say thank you for doing that survey. It's amazing what you've done for us we really love talking to you as often as we do uh, and we really look forward to doing more of it on saturday squeeze we hope you enjoyed the first episode we'll be back next week 